Yeah, wow. Holy smokes here, kid. What a weekend coming up in Victoria, hey? Oh, yeah. We yeah. have two sold-out shows to Current Swell at the Capitol Ballroom. The old Cappy B. The old Cappy B. We have Fight for the Cause coming up, and I'm so happy that I'm not fighting this year. You're completely, you're in the best possible position you can possibly be where you get to go. You're like a guest of honor because you've done the fight before, right? Like you're a hero returning into Valhalla. I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, of course. Everyone's going to be like, oh, you did this last year. You're so great. So you get all the accolades and the love from doing it, but you don't have to do it. You haven't spent the last bunch of months doing burpees. You don't have to have all the, you know, the anxiety of getting into the ring and getting punched. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I can just sit back and relax. But I was kind of hoping after I lost last year that I wouldn't have to make eye contact with anyone who was involved with it ever again because I was embarrassed. But now I have to go face my fears like the loser that I am. (laughs) You're such a loser. You're an embarrassment to this family. That's not true, but they all love you for doing it, right? It's not about that. Right, yeah. It's for charity, so that's what it's all about. They always try and convince you to come back and do again. Mm, No, not me. They're like, don't even bother. Don't even bother. (laughs) That's not the case. (laughs) You're an athlete. You're a record machine kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, And you bought a new onesie, is that correct? I did. A velvet onesie that I will be wearing to the event. Fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I am um, going to be so busy. I'm so busy with work and things and Christmas parties. I got to do a Christmas party at the Royals. I got to buy a present for that. Oh, my God. And then I got our work party. And I'm not going to get a hotel room. Otherwise, where am I going to change my, my bathing suit? You said that you're thinking and your boyfriend are going to get a hotel room now? No, I'm not going to because oh, really? I live so close. So it, it would just be sense. a waste of money. And I was really excited about that prospect, though, because I thought, oh, sweet. I'll get to go into your hotel room and get into my bathing suit. No, get out. Why do you do that? Why Jen. do you need to bring your bathing suit to a Christmas party? Because there's a pool in the basement. Who's going to be using a pool at a Christmas party? Old this me will yeah. be. You're going to be the only one in the pool. You're a hero. It's like, that Paul guy's so weird. Why you- is he always? Wanting to get into his, his drop trow and get into a bathing suit. I'm going to show you some pictures. No. <laughs> of um, <laughs> the previous party we had at this location with the pool. Actually, you know what? I'm probably not. Is I'll be the next lineup of people who got fired for inappropriate work behavior. Yeah, jeez, man. All right, just I won't stop. show any pictures. I won't show any pictures. I just want to get in my bathing suit. All right. All right. Not okay. In and cool. yes, not in your. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Scotty from down the hall. Yeah, let me get bathing suit okay, time. All yeah. right. <laughs> So anyways, we're kind of just like so caught up in the whirlwind of Christmas. Like I'm already just like nothing will happen that is unplanned. Every single moment of my life is planned pretty much until New Year's Day. Yeah. I don't know about you, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. I feel like you're working a lot. I'm just kind of like whatever. I've given up before it even started. And by the way, within that, I have no time for Christmas shopping. Mm. So I don't know what I'm going to do here. I'm concerned. I have a concern about that. But, you know, any of this case, um, we're so happy to be having you here on our PJ Party Podcast. we got a variety of different topics, including the uh, upside-down Christmas tree. That is a trend this year. The trend yes. that I am so about. Yeah, I, I found out via talking about it that I like it, and I want an <laughs> upside-down Christmas tree for Christmas. Do you know what I saw, too? <laughs> because someone said to me, like, oh, Hillside Mall's got a heap of upside-down Christmas trees. Go and look at those. Oh, yeah? So I did. And you know what else they have in the food court at What's Hillside? That? Thrill side, as I call it. Christmas whales. What? I know. They're like whales, orca whales, yep. made out of Christmas holly and jolly. Mm. 
And they're all, I think, wearing Santa Claus hats, and they have the Christmas lights on them, and they're suspended from the roof, and it looks like they're swimming through Christmas time. I think I would really like that as well. In your house? Yeah, maybe instead of a Christmas tree, I'll just have a Christmas whale hanging from my, ha- my ceiling. Ooh, Jen. What? You kind of don't really get in Christmas spirit. How do you know that? It's kind of what I've gleaned from knowing just you. Just because I love Halloween doesn't mean I don't love Christmas. I love Christmas. You're not selling it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not so here's what I'm going to do every time I bring up a Christmas thing for you, yeah. is mention Krampus, the okay. Christmas monster. Do you yeah. know about Krampus? Yes, of course. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Okay, I need to watch that with you because I haven't seen it. I'm too okay. spooked and scared. But let's talk about Krampus a lot this year, okay? Okay. Because you like spooky things more than Christmas things. Okay. Jen, guess what? What? Be good or Krampus will hit you with sticks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I love Good afternoon. Thanks for listening to the Afternoon Zone today. My name is Paul. With me as always, Jenny West. Hello. I didn't watch the Grey Cup yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have TV. No, no, me neither. And I was doing others. I was putting lights on the house and I had a really crazy busy weekend, lots of Royals game and everything. But I'm so intrigued with what happened at the Grey Cup. Uh, right near the end of the game, wide receiver Kamar Jordan did a fumble, which essentially cost the Calgary Stampeders the game. That's what they're saying, yeah. That all the way through, this is the second year in a row where the Stamps have lost, where they were outplaying the other team, should have won both these Grey Cups, and yet didn't. And this one feels especially heartbreaking because it was from this accident. Oh, could you imagine being in that position where you fumble yeah. at that important of a game? Yeah. Oh, and the other team players, you know, you're feeling the kind of, like, glares from them. Well, the other thing we're hearing about is, um, and you've got the audio queued up there. This is uh, Marquet McDaniel, who's also on the stamps and just ripped on Kamar Jordan. Yeah, just threw him right under the bus. <laughs> yeah. We had two hands on the ball. Like, where, where, are you, where are you going? I mean, you're in traffic. Put two hands on the ball, go down. At worst, we get a field goal right there. Like. I, I just don't get it, honestly. So, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, that's brutal. And he goes on and he's like, calls it dumb and stupid. He's like, stupid like three football, times. Stupid football. Yeah. Stupid football. <laughs> like, I've never seen that. Either. A, a professional sport player. Yeah. Imagine right? like if you're at work and you make a terrible mistake, you mm-hmm. already feel that amount of guilt. Like everything is on your shoulders. You don't need the people on your team, your employees to go ahead and start reaming into you as well and throwing you under the bus when you already know it was you. Well, like for instance today, Jen, I don't want to bring <laughs> it up, but you know, it's like it was your turn to do the knowledge bomb today and you forgot the intro and extra. So it just, it just all of a sudden between songs, you just talked about space for two minutes. And... <laughs> I didn't hear it, but you described it to me as people probably being like, why is Jenny talking about space? <laughs> this is John's show. Why is she on right now? Why is she now? on? Without the Innistrad X show. And you well, felt bad about that. But I didn't come to you and was like, stupid, stupid radio. You blew it, kid. Yeah, right? but now you're here on the radio just throwing <laughs> me under the bus. Look at this. Sorry. thought I could forget about it, but that's fine. But it just happens and mistakes yeah. happen. So we want to offer this opportunity up to you who's listening. If you want to call in or text, is there a good, hilarious mistake? You know, let's commiserate. I'm commiserating right now with Kamar Jordan. I'm commiserating with you. You made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Hey, you think old Paul Pacino hasn't made a, hasn't pulled a boner or two in his day on the air? What? Right? So if you want to uh, call in, tell us about a favorite mistake that you made at your work one of these days, mm-hmm. uh, call us right now and let's commiserate. And hopefully enough time has gone by. You don't feel too embarrassed. 
and we can laugh about it now. Yeah? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. I got a pretty good story for you from a while back. It's very similar to the Calgary story. So I'm working at uh, Point Hope Shipyard at the time, and uh, this is quite a few years back now, and uh, one of the guys was driving around in this mobile crane that we have or had at the time and uh, picking a load off a boat and uh, ends up picking a load a little too heavy. Oh, boy. Moves a little bit away from the dock and ends up dumping the entire crane into the ocean in front of the canoe club. Oh, <laughs> man. So I'm watching this thing go down, and uh, I'm kind of back by the fence close to the road, and uh, some random person over my shoulder says, hey, what happened? And I just accidentally slipped the name out and said, oh, so-and-so just uh, dumped the crane in the ocean. <laughs> and then I turned around, and it ended up being the Check 6 news reporter behind me standing there talking to the camera. Threw him under the bus pretty much almost immediately on the news. Oh. Wow, on the news. That, that is a big bus throwing right there. It ended Holy. up taking three cranes to get the one crane out of the ocean in front of the whole canoe club patio there. It's pretty funny. Holy smokes. Wow, that's a good uh, one. He never lived that one down. I'm sure he's still carrying that monkey on his back. Did he get to keep his job? He did actually keep his job, but needless to say, he didn't drive the crane anymore. Yeah, right. I have <laughs> so much like respect and awe and reverence for guys doing jobs like that where, you know, it's like a simple human error or mistake can completely, you know, cost so much time and money and effort and it's just so public. The failure is so public like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was there was hundreds of people watching and then to have the news there, I felt so bad for the guy and of course, it's always the nicest guy that that kind of stuff happens to, right? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And you don't sound like such a bad guy yourself for a little slip of the tongue. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a pretty funny mistake. I fessed up to him and I and I told the news reporter I said you can't put that name on the news. It's going to sink this guy. So I don't know if they ever put it live like that, but they definitely had the uh, accident on the news. It was a big deal at the time. Right, holy brutal. Wow, man. Well, thank you for calling it in and now spreading it to uh, another media platform. <laughs> Never oh, living a it down. I think, I think that's long gone. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You, you too. too. Today on the Afternoon Zone, City Council is talking about... What? What is this? Not so fast, you two. Oh, no. Oh, no. You guys are in big trouble. Oh, no, Jen. It looks like we've run afoul of the content police. You had all day yesterday, and you didn't talk about Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, or Cyber Monday once. But that's just stupid gossip and garbage. And I hate the monarchy. I find it's completely archaic and useless. Hey, it's the law. Now you get talking... Or you're coming with me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, fine, fine. Um, um, uh, so Harry uh, proposed to the girl, Meg, <laughs> Megan, and <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'll marry you. What does it mean for I you? I have money for I, that. I it's going to be a boon for tourism. Keep it coming. Uh, oh, Canadian designer made her jacket. Tell me about the ring. And, and the ring, uh, yeah, it was uh, big. Diana had, had some diamonds that were hers. And they use it for that. More! Here they want to start a family. How much did Amazon make? Oh, um, Amazon made more than a million dollars for sure. Uh, from the sales, they had really good sales that everyone wanted. It's just been a really slow news cycle lately. Now you two just watch yourselves from here on out. Okay, okay, okay thank, thank you. you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my. Fishing with a lightsaber. Daisy Ridley was on Good Morning America. I guess what is it like? This was this morning or something. 
Ooh, Do you know that Paul Placino has a cutout cardboard <laughs> cutout of her in his home? <laughs> okay. Okay. I did not source the cutout for myself. You got I did it not as a gift, but look, you didn't yes, throw it out. You kept it. It's still there. Well, I'm not gonna throw out a gift. Someone got me a life-size cutout of Daisy Ridley as Rey from Star Wars, mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. I'm not gonna throw that away. He's gonna keep it in your house so it just like looks at you while you make breakfast in the morning. You just wake up from bed and there she is. Good morning, sunshine. I guess it would be less weird if it was in the kitchen than it is in the bedroom, right? <laughs> My kitchen's small, bit. though. My well, it's better than in the spacious. bathroom. <sighs> More proficient with a lightsaber than she was in The Force Awakens. Daisy Ridley joins us live. Good morning, America. Um, I'm so excited. It's like I could give a rip about Christmas. I don't care about seeing my family. It's just about I'm seeing Star Wars and whatever it is now, 15 days or something. Awesome. <sighs> Time for a really quick look at your Victoria weather. You might see a few more little rays of sunshine, but oh. Are you talking about Daisy? Daisy Ray. I didn't mean to do that. You're going to see her every day if you keep that cardboard cutout. She's my ray of sunshine. I read a whole article today, Jen, about how uh, upside-down Christmas trees are now all the rage. And uh, I think this is really nice. You and I are in agreement that we love them. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great idea. Uh, the first reason I like it is because I, I just got a new kitten, mm. and I've heard many stories that cats like to just tear down your Christmas tree, oh, yeah. knock off all the ornaments. So hanging it from the ceiling, I think, would kind of stop that. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd have to jump really hard to get to it. Mm-hmm. The other thing, um, it kind of looks cool. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I'd be worried about is the mess. I feel like it would make more of a mess. But more maybe not. Mess? I don't know. I think. Oh, I guess it would be easier to sweep underneath it. If you get a real tree, you're thinking about dropping needles, right? Oh, yeah. It would be way easier to clean. That's true. To sweep up underneath, yeah. Huh. How do you fasten it to the roof, though? Well, I've seen two different types now. As a matter of fact, some retail stores are selling specific, uh, like, fake upside down trees hmm. where the base of it is at the bottom and then you build it and it's supposed to look upside down oh. so you can do that or I don't know yeah I'm sure there's all kinds of ways apparently there's I think the Fairmont in Vancouver the hotel mm-hmm. has got an upside down tree hanging and I, they've got probably teams of engineers or whoever but in their lobby they've got an upside down tree hanging that's cool and yeah I'm totally for it too because when you think about the way when you're hanging your Christmas decorations on the tree because of the way trees kind of are, if you're hanging it near the end of the branch, it's just still going to hit branches below, right? Mm-hmm. There's always branches below. You have to kind of find and hunt for those empty spots. That's why you go and you try and look for kind of you know, spindlier trees that have got more open spaces to be able to hang stuff on, right? Yeah. To show that off. With this, think about it. With the inverted triangle of an upside-down Christmas tree, wherever you hang your decoration... Likely there's going to be room for gravity to it for it to dangle freely. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes more sense even for decorations. But I have to bring up a point that Go Steve on. just texted in. How do you water it? Ooh. That's the kicker. That's great. I feel like you could use a fake tree, but if you wanted a real Christmas tree hanging from your ceiling. It'd be tough. It's just going to be a dead tree hanging from your ceiling. Right. Well... You know, again, this is the steady march of progress. This seems like it started as a silly novelty thing online. Mm-hmm. You see 
one meme picture of an upside down tree and you think, oh, that's weird. Okay, whatever. Wild. No, I've seen everything. And now it's just more and more people are going to do it. Hotels and places everywhere. There's going to be upside down trees. Mm -hmm. This is the steady march of progress. So I love where your head's at, Steve. But also, we will figure out a way. We will. If we can go to Mars, we can have a tree holder that hangs from the roof that you can water from up top that keeps the water in there and keeps the tree alive longer. You got to work on that. Plus more room for presents. (laughs) Oh, did you see the new Avengers trailer is out? I'm so excited. It's so good. It's so good. And there's so many characters in it that each of your favorite Marvel superheroes will be in the movie for exactly 1.3 minutes of screen time. There are so many Avengers. In fact, Jenny and I are in the movie as well. We have small parts as Avengers. That's right. I'm an anthropomorphic talking space cat demolition expert. I'm Thor's old best buddy from Bedwetter's camp. Who the hell are you? Come on, Thor. We were both there. Don't act like you don't remember me. And I also make an appearance as Batman. Give me a little Batman, Jen. Batman! No. (laughs) (laughs) Batman. He was like, I'm Batman. Batman. Where's the Joker? Hey, do that. Where? Where's where's the Joker? Louder, more growling. Where's the Joker? (laughs) That is the new one from Dear Rouge. It's called Boys and Blondes, and it's in the zone at 91.3. And they will be playing a nice little Christmas show over at the Commodore Ballroom, December 7th. Go on. What is... Okay. (laughs) And uh, they're going to be playing with Ben Sinister. Uh, and we're going to be giving away tickets to this. What do you got there, Paul? What, is, what are you opening? Well, I wanted to, for us to try this together. You know, my thought about snacks is that there's new development in snacks all the time. There's mm-hmm. always new flavors of things. And I walked by the mall today. I saw like a, oh, it was a candy cane blizzard. I hate that. So really, I think that we haven't had a good snack innovation in decades. Okay. If you can prove me wrong, if you can think of a one that's like a snack that's better than the original version of the snack that we didn't have at least when we were children, at least even when our parents were children. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single one. They're always trying to cram those pumpkin pie flavored Oreos. It doesn't stick around. That's the thing, right? No, it never does. You can make any kind of Oreo ever, but it's not going to stick around or flavors of chips. Like No one wants to eat a barbecue lamb chip. So I'm seeing now everywhere a couple of things. Toasted coconut is everywhere, which is good for me. I like to- coconut. And uh, this is a thing called drizzle corn that's out these Drizzle days. corn? I know. What is so that? I don't know. What it's, are they drizzling on it? It's popcorn. It's toasted coconut drizzle corn. So I thought we could try it and see how you like it. Okay. So get a handful of this. It says on the back, munch better. Huh. Why? That's pretty good, actually. I like it. But I love... Mmm, that's very nice. Okay. I love coconut. Wow. Why are we doing this on the that's radio, so though? nice. What's going on? Well, my question is, would you rather eat this than regular popcorn with butter on it? Butter and salt. No. Right? Yeah, no. So? <laughs> so the verdict is... I'm going to give that very sweet. a Publicino stamp of approval. Okay. Is that you stamping it? <laughs> yeah. Kadunk. Kadunk. Stamped. Um, I got some text messages from um, Zoners. One says, how about sour Skittles? I no. think they're better than the originals. I don't agree with that. Disagree. Uh, you can't down a whole bag of that, you no. know? That kind of defeats the purpose of snacks. Yeah. They're good, though. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Zoner Sam's is uh, the coconut clusters from Costco. 
Those are so good. Those are really, really good. Yeah, good snacks. And what are the other things that are like clusters of chocolate all kind of like bundled together? Do you know what I'm talking about? Granola? No, they're like, they're called something like cluster clunks or something like that. It almost is the word cluster F, but it's not. (laughs) Like I see them in yeah. the store, they're always up near the till, and I see them, and I think in my brain oh, cluster F, but those popcorn boxes. No, 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 oh. no. It's like a little bag of like clusters of clod hoppers. Clod hoppers, yes. Clod <laughs> Thank hoppers. you for texting that in, everyone. Imagine if there was a candy just called cluster F. There probably is. <laughs> All right. Hi, babe. What's happening? Hey, hey, it's just me. I'm just sitting on the couch, and I uh, just wondering if you could do me a favor. And just sure. This craving for um, a little, like, if you could go get me some cluster fucks from the store on your way home. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind doing that at all. I'm actually in the store right now. I was gonna, I was gonna pick up some peanut cluster fucks for me. Ooh, okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I really like the almond cluster fucks. So if you could pick those up, maybe a couple boxes, because uh, mm. my friend wanted some uh, cluster fucks at work too that I was gonna bring to her tomorrow. Okay, I can't really. See them in the store. Excuse me. Hi, sorry. I'm just gonna talk to them. Hi. Um. Can you tell me what aisle the cluster fucks are in? Oh yeah, cluster fucks. Yeah, those are in aisle seven. Oh, did you hear that, hon? All right. I'll, I'll I'll bring home all the cluster fucks. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. I have a snack 2.0 that's better than the original. All right. Let's Ooh. see if you can do it. Let's hear it. Pretzel chips. Have you had them? They're in like a blue bag at Costco or whatever. Pretzel chips. Right. Oh, they're Fair. really really thin sliced pretzels. They're really thin. Yeah. Right. They're better than real pretzels. They're better than like old school break your jaw pretzels. Ooh. Oh, is that right? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can agree with that. <laughs> really? I feel Ooh. like that would be good. And pretzels are good the way they are. I okay. And pretzel chips. I have to sorry. I have to disagree. And you know what? They're not better than absolutely is a big nice. Warm, salty, soft pretzel that you dip in the hot mustard. Completely different, though. I think those are different things. I think I would enjoy eating a bag of like the pretzels that you're describing rather than a bag of those, yeah, actual pretzels. Yeah, you don't eat just like unless they're in Munchie Mix. You don't actually just sit down and eat a bag of pretzels. Mm. I don't, but I would sit down and eat, and they come in various flavors, and they're all like very dangerously good. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'll have to give it another shot. You'll have have to uh, do some research. (laughs) (laughs) As in, eat a bag to yourself. Right. For science. Yes. <laughs> I disagree with her. Yeah. I absolutely love them and can eat devour them, but I also love pretzel sticks, and I can devour those too. Yeah. So not better no. than the original, eh? I do not think they're better. They're they're pretty close to it. They're up there, mm-hmm. but I love the pretzel stick more than I love the pretzel chips. What's interesting about the pretzel chips is that it's a pretzel for people who hate pretzels. Because yeah, there's so many people who, probably. when they get the munchie mix, they pick out, like, ah, damn, pretzels, and they have, like, a pile of pretzels next to them when they're done the bag. Whereas I'm not uh, like that. As long as it's kind of mingled in with the sun chips and the whatever, all the Cheetos and all that, I don't mind the pretzels at all, and I'll eat them even by themselves. So I agree with you, I, Belinda. I eat pretzels more than I eat um, the Cheetos and the sun chips. See, and then there's mm-hmm. people with your palate who love the pretzels above all. So it's kind of yeah. a love-hate thing. It is, but... But the pre- nice thing with the pretzel chips is they're nice that you can dip them into things like antipasta. Oh, yes. Okay, you know what? Yeah, that I really like. Because often when someone sets out like a charcuterie with a bunch of dippables and antipasta, like you say. Yeah. I hate the little rice crackers and the little yeah. the crispy junk pretzel that they chips. put out. Pretzel chips can replace all the rice crap. Yes. Mm. So I'm with you here, Belinda. Oh, bad idea. Great. Yeah. Really yeah. well thought out. Yeah. No, I've had pretzel chips for a few years, but no, pretzel sticks are 
way better. A pretzel connoisseur you are, Belinda. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, going through the Times colonists today, uh, I, I was just, yeah, I knew I needed to talk about this. First of all, it's about periods. Love yeah. talking about my period. Love For a little period talk. reason, no one wants to talk about their period, even though it affects more than half the population in the world. It affects the entire population in the world. Yeah, because guys get affected by it too. Well, okay, let's say it affects all of the women of the population. Yes. And then all of the guys who choose to spend their life with women. That's true. Right? Yeah, it does. It affects everybody. Yeah, I really like to talk about it because it's just kind of this mysterious thing that happens every month and then women have or feel like they have to, you know, hide their tampons at work and stuff, put it up their sleeve, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's like, oh no, I don't have it. I don't get that. Oh. No, not me. It's like, <laughs> no, everyone got said, let's talk about it, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what you can do as a guy too? Mm-hmm. You want to be a real hero to all the women in your life? Is a d- drop the... Uh, a period, right? It's not a scary thing. Stop treating period like it's a poltergeist ghost. Just deal with it like it's normal and be cool about it. Yeah. If you can be cool, your girlfriend will love you more and appreciates you and all the women in your life will just be like, okay, good, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. You'll be a hero. Exactly. Um, so there is this new group and they're called the Period Posse. I love that name. And they are gathering a whole bunch of feminine hygiene products and uh, donating them to homeless women. Mm. As someone with a job and a house and everything, I, I personally think mm. tampons are too expensive. Yeah, I mean, they're sure. up, yeah, $12 a box, some of them. It was just recently that we got rid of the tampon tax in Canada. Just recently. Not really. We, because they didn't think it was a, you know, a necessity item. It wasn't a, a bare necessity. And you're like, no, it actually is. Women use these every single month. Um, uh, what was I talking about? I Period just, posse. I was very ranty there. Okay. Um, but yeah. So it's they're, nice to hear you get ranty. Sorry, I get, yeah, I get a little bit <laughs> heated about these sort of things. But um, yeah, so they are collecting donations of feminine hygiene products. They're donating them to homeless women. And uh, I couldn't imagine being homeless and having your period right. and not having the funds to go pay for, for tampons. So if you do have any extra, if you go to the, the store and you're picking some up anyway, pick up an extra box. Uh, they'll be collecting donations until December 20th. You can go to their Facebook page. It's called The Period Posse. And you can get all the information about drop-off locations and things like that. I have a related thing. Yes. I uh, was hearing about a book from a friend of mine called The Red Tent, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if it's like based on historical thing or if it's kind of through about a myth or whatever, but did you ever hear the myth or the story about how in olden times when women were on their period, they had to go and like stay in a tent? They had to get away. They were unclean and they had to go into this. Wow. Yeah, they had to go to the red tent. It was like this place where they were segregated Mm -hmm. from the rest of society while they were having their moon blood. And uh, so the book is about that. Oh, wow. But, and I was like, and a friend was telling me about this. I'm like, oh my God, how awful. I'm so sorry. And apparently in the book, it's like, no, no, the women really liked it. They liked getting away from everyone. It was like a nice time too. (laughs) Like that's the point of the book is like they go and they kind of like chill out together and have like a nice time away from the awful men. Oh man. Yeah. So just, I haven't read the book or anything, but I heard it's pretty good. And uh, there's a book recommendation. There you go. I like that. Um, Again, yeah, they're called the period posse. If you have any um, Mm. feminine hygiene products that you want to donate, you can go to their Facebook page for drop off locations. So really, you got to start thinking about your Christmas shopping. Mm. You know, if you haven't done it already, I got uh, this great email today showing me a gives a gift idea. I don't know if this is for me or if I should buy it for someone I know. Drinking horns. 
Game of Thrones inspired drinking horns. Mm. Back in those olden days, the, you know, they would drink out of like antlers and stuff. Oh. Like a horn of an animal. And then they would hook it or do a thing to it. And then they would drink out of it. Okay. So where would you. So it's a horn. How do you put it in your cupboard, though? How yeah. does it stand up? Good question. Just lay it down? Oh, do you know what? It came with like this, a holder. Oh. Yeah, that you would put it into. <laughs> I would not be surprised at all if I came into work tomorrow and you were drinking your coffee out of a horn. A horn, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. These things are great novel things. And, I, and, I, and part of me does want to live more of a Game of Thrones inspired life. Like I want my whole house to be covered in furs. You want to go I back in time. Well, kind of just like the aesthetic is nice. You know, like fur and stone and natural elements and big roaring fireplaces. And a horn full of mead. I mean, that sounds great, especially this time of year. Do you want to live like the lifestyle too? Like throwing swords at people that well, you don't get along with? No. 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 So I don't know. I'm really caught between like, is this a cool thing or is this stupid? It's stupid. I think you're right. I want to think like, oh yeah, sweet. I'm the guy who drinks out of a horn. But... You're also the guy who drinks out of a champagne glass at work. You drink See? water out of a champagne glass I every know, day. I know. So. I like drinking out of nice glasses. Um, yeah, you use it once and then you never use it again. It's just clutter and junk. All right, clutter <laughs> and junk. You're right, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you for talking me through this. You're welcome. Anytime. Hello? Yeah, hello. Is this Marcus? Yeah, speaking. Yeah, so Jenny said you got a good story about a drinking horn. Oh, yeah, you bet, buddy. So this was a couple of years ago, I think like 2014, when the museum was doing their Viking exhibit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super awesome, having a good time. We decided to hit up the gift shop, and we find these drinking horns. And we're like, oh, man, like super stoked on them. We're like, yeah, you know, going to have a couple beers in our new drinking horns. <laughs> yes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and they come with a little tag, you know, food safe, completely great, whatever. So we get home. Go to go to have our beer in our new awesome drinking horns, and we're deciding like maybe we should give these a quick rinse, whatever, no big deal. Um, so we do it, clean them as best we can, and then we're like, oh, like there's something not right going on here. I have a sip of my beer, tastes a little off, uh -oh. so so I pour it out and I take my phone flashlight and I shine it in there. And it's just absolutely disgusting, just like full of these weird, gross beetles. Still a little skin on the horn, oh. and like I, I almost barfed right there. Whoa. So yeah, it was so nasty. So we were like, okay, no good. We're taking these back. We're getting a refund. So yeah. we did that, and they're like, they apologized for sure, but it was just so gross. Like never again. So when I was listening to you guys, um, I just like had PTSD from that. So I, <laughs> I had to tell you guys. Like I had a I had a bad flashback. It was it was nasty. So when you bought those, did you know that they were an animal product? I wasn't sure. Like we 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 were really in a hurry, you know, to try out our awesome new drinking horns. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really pay too much attention to it. But looking back, like once we got home, you could definitely tell. And yeah, we found out the hard way. It was it was bad. Oh, that is gross. That dude. is disgusting. It was it was it was like probably one of the grossest experiences of my life. What do you think, John? I want to tidy up a few of these horn messages we're getting here. Okay. Because we got... I didn't expect that. There's a lot of people wanting to talk about horns. Um. So, Christoph writes, uh, well, he just liked that you were just like, nope. I was considering it. Seriously considering getting a drinking horn, and you were like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Walking around the office, drinking out of a horn. <laughs> yeah. 
Mara says, I think the drinking horn is really cool, but I don't think you want to be the guy drinking from the horn. Is that fair exactly. at a party? I think you'd just be answering a lot of questions all night. Yeah. What's with the horn? Ugh. Right? <laughs> I just feel better when I drink out of a horn instead of a glass. Also, say you're trying to like meet someone at a party and they see you drinking out of a horn. You look a little unhinged, right? Haley writes, fun fact, the difference between a horn and an antler is that horns are permanent on female and males uh, for their life. And antlers are for males only and they shed yearly. Oh, cool. Good fun fact about that. Chantel says, a few years ago, I bought my brother a drinking horn as a gag gift and he actually used it quite a bit. It came with a strap so you could hold it. You didn't have to hold it constantly. You could just hang from your neck. <laughs> it came with a storage stand and was totally dishwasher safe. Still a stupid idea, but... He had fun with it. Hi, this is 913. Hello. What's I, your name, uh, mister? Yes, my name's mister. Oh, I was wondering if Kirsten is working tonight. Who? Kirsten James. Who? Kirsten James. Who? Yeah, that's what I said. Kirsten James. Uh, no. no, she's not working tonight, no. Oh, she's uh, just... That's right. She had too many lattes. Oh, yeah. Let's send a message to Kirsten for you. What do you want us to say? Oh, that was pretty cool because I talked to her for the Great Cup. Eh? Me and her both picked Toronto. Pretty cool. Oh, no, it was great because it was it was a great weather they're planning, too. It looked pretty cool, all that snow in the field. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, Kirsten, it's Jenny and Paul. Just wanted to let you know that Steve called and he wanted us to leave you a message. He says, pretty cool because I talked to her for the Great Cup, eh? And we both picked Toronto. Pretty cool. Oh, no, it was great because it was it was great weather they were playing in, too. And pretty cool in the snow in the field. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right. Thanks, Kirsten. Hope you have a good show. Bye. <laughs> Now, I've been spending a lot of time in the hospital lately. Nothing bad. I just really love spending time in the hospital. No, I, uh, it, was, it was due to some migraine issues. I was just getting bad migraines, and it just wouldn't end, and there was a lot of chundering. So anyway, I won't get into the details, but I did spend some time in the emergency room, and uh, oh, there's always something ridiculous, right, that happens in the emergency room. Tensions are very high. People are, you know, getting in fights because, I mean, they're in pain, so of course tensions are going to be high. Um, but I noticed, you know, the wait wasn't too bad. I went to the Royal Jubilee. It wasn't bad at all. And apparently we have it pretty good compared to the rest of Canada. Canadian Institute for Health Information says that 9 out of 10 patients who visit an emergency room in Canada are discharged within about 8, 8.5 hours. But here in Victoria at the Royal Jubilee and Victoria General, the average is about 6 hours. That's not too bad compared to the rest of Canada. I do want to know, though, if you've had any um, ridiculous emergency room stories, you can call me or text me at 250-475-0913. It's always, it's always fun to hear about. Oh, I have a good one. Okay, so this is my personal experience about three weeks ago. Oh. 
it's Friday, I'm having a bad day, but work is done. I go home, make dinner, have a few pieces of cake the uh, the roommates have left out, and sit down to play some video games. A little while later, figure out I'm thirsty, stand up, and I have a head rush, as you sometimes do after sitting down for a while, except it doesn't go away. I give it a few seconds, and then I turn towards the door, and the room keeps turning. I'm panicking after a minute or two, because it's not going away, and I think I'm having an aneurysm or a stroke or something. I'm home alone. I'm scared. I totter out into the rain in my slippers, bringing my uh, ID and my phone and call an ambulance. And uh, they take me to the ER. So she sits me down and gives me, I think it was an Ativan, something to deal with uh, panic attacks, uh, because she figures that's what's happening. So I'm sitting there. Eventually she comes back. How are you feeling? I'm still feeling all messed up. My brain isn't working right. And as I'm sitting there and going through the day thinking, okay, what could have triggered this? Like sort of a normal day. Then I realize the cake. My roommates are kind of stoners. I'm not. <laughs> so, without knowing it, I'd eaten a piece of piece and a half of cake with certain oils in it. And apparently, I found out later that this is the strongest stuff they could find, and they used a little too much. Oh, my gosh. Eventually, the doctor comes back, and I'm like, okay, Detective Scott has figured it out. Because I, I whipped out my phone, texted my roommate, and she's like, oh, yeah. Well. That is the one rule. If you have stoner roommates, you have to label huge. it. Well, Now it's just a funny story. Yeah, well, I'm glad it wasn't anything worse. Thank you for calling that in. I really appreciate it. When I was a kid in uh, going to college, I worked in the summertime uh, at University of Alberta Hospital. I was the night janitor in the emergency room. Everything that comes through there is not good, right? Yeah. So this guy comes in one night. It's about two in the morning, and he's got this blanket wrapped around him. Gee, what's that? Whatever. So I don't take any notice, and I'm out there mopping my floor. Mm -hmm. And I hear the doctor and the nurse uh, laughing so hard it sounds like they're crying. And I kind of look back and look. And this guy has his pecker stuck in a vacuum cleaner hose. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I start laughing, too, right? And the nurse sees me, and she tells me to go get a jug of ice water. Okay. So I go get a jug of ice water, and they hold the other end of the hose up, and they pour the ice water down the vacuum cleaner hose and shrink his pecker. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. is ridiculous. Well, you know, I'm thinking, what made you decide that it was a good idea to put it in there in the yeah, first Yeah, what is that doing? <laughs> You know, at what point do you say, oh, my gosh, this is not coming out. I need to go to the emergency. You have problems, friend. But anyway, so there's your emergency room story. That is ridiculous. Thank you so much for calling that in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Becker. 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 This is Quarter to News in the Afternoon Zone. Here's Jenny West. Victoria police are issuing a warning after an uncapped syringe was found in a parking pay station downtown. Investigators aren't saying where it was found, but have told us it was found on Tuesday and reported to them today. Uh, no one is injured, but police are urging you to look inside the receptacle before grabbing a ticket. Police say there is no indication this incident is connected to the case earlier this year when a syringe was found taped to a handrail on the Yates Street Parkade. That's so brutal. That's yeah. So now I got to think about syringes every time I literally touch anything anywhere. Anywhere downtown. Come right? on. Yeah, it's brutal. 
University in Langley is taking its community covenant policy to the Supreme Court of Canada tomorrow. Uh, that is the Trinity Western University. Uh, they actually ban their students from having sexual relations outside of a heterosexual marriage. Various law societies argue the policy infringes on equality rights guaranteed in the charter. And the university's director of law, Earl Phillips, says there is no conflict. We have the same rule for gays and straights. And the same rule is that sexual relations should be confined to marriage between a man and a woman. That applies to straight students as well as gay students. Uh, Oh, boy. Yeah, a full university not allowed to to have sexual relations until they're in a heterosexual marriage. That's right. So you can be gay, obviously, for a while, but no sex until you dump that person, then get into a hetero marriage, yeah. and get then you can have sex. Look, I don't understand why this university is like fighting for this still. Still, like I get religious freedoms and stuff, and holding on to your. <sighs> I know people who go to that, who went to that school, and mm-hmm. uh, even people who taught at that school and everything. Like, that's near where I grew up. Me as well. Over on the mainland. And so, like, I was always kind of knowing about Trinity Western. I just don't... You know what would be so neat? If it turns out this is all one big project. It was a big... It was a test. After all, it was like, it was a test. We were testing all the law students <laughs> to really dig down and find out about charter rights and freedoms. And uh, just a joke, everyone used to have sex with whoever you want to. Yeah. Nope. Probably not, not a test. Not no. a test. Okay. Yikes. Uh, so we started to see this rollout in Ontario, and now it's time for Alberta to join in. They're bringing in new rules to protect consumers if they get shut out by bots when trying to buy concert tickets online. The bill requires ticket sellers doing business in the province to try to identify and cancel large-scale online bot purchases. If they don't, the province can act on complaints, investigate, and then hit them with fines up to $300,000 or Mm. even seek jail time. Well, good, but please do more than that. That's Mm -hmm. not going to completely get rid of ticket scalping. So please, that's a start. It's a step. Please do more now. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says he hopes a federal apology for decades of government perpetuated discrimination against members of the LGBTQ2 community will allow the healing process to begin. More than $100 million has been set aside to compensate members of the military and other federal agencies whose careers were sidelined or ended due to their sexual orientation as part of the so-called gay purge, which really was like a, a witch hunt. The Liberal government has also introduced legislation to allow people to apply to have their criminal convictions for consensual sexual activity between same-sex partners erased from the public record. The B.C. government and ICBC will be launching two pilot programs next month to test new technology to combat distracted driving. AG uh, David Ebby says police will be testing new Bluetooth technology. Essentially what it is is a camera that uh, enables police to take a picture of someone using their phone while they're driving and then send it by Bluetooth to other police officers in the area uh, so that they can show a photo to the driver that they are in fact using the phone. The second, yeah, (laughs) sneaky, sneaky. Um, So the second pilot program will test a small device fitted in a vehicle that communicates with an app downloaded on the driver's phone. The app works to block the use of a handheld device when the technology detects the vehicle is being driven. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat. So it just like, yeah, disables all your text messaging and everything like that. And then once you get out, it just goes back on, I guess. Okay. 
be interesting. Yeah. Kind of a shame we have to like depend on technology to get that. Like, to get rid of people using technology yeah, in the car. I totally get it. It's very tempting to check your messages and all that. But mm-hmm. we've been hammering this, it feels like, for years now. Yeah. It's very, very dangerous to be distracted driving. Mm-hmm. And still we get people to do it. So we have to be like, okay, well, then we're going to get the... It feels like one of those electric magnetic pulse devices that just like, if you get in your car, just everything else shuts down. Like, that's what we need to do to stop you from using your phone. You're going to crash. Really? Yeah. Well, you can kind of compare it to uh, like driving while under the influence. Mm-hmm. And now some people, you know, just, oh, they don't get it. So we have to put a breathalyzer in your car or whatever it is. You right. know, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of parallel to that where we had to hammer it into people that that wasn't OK, that it is dangerous. You know what I kind of like the idea of is like very similar with the breathalyzer thing. You blow on it. It says, yes, you're sober to drive. And then you mm-hmm. plug that in your car and it doesn't start until it's plugged in. I foresee a future where every single car will just have, you know, like the Apple CarPlay or the Android Auto, mm-hmm. where you plug your phone in and then it works. You won't be able to start your car until your phone is plugged into Whoa. it. Can you imagine that oh, dystopian man. future? I don't know if it'll ever come to that, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe. Hey, Christmas trees are upside down. Yeah, it's a whole it's new world. A whole new world. Yeah. Now, in the news, I was talking about the apology that Trudeau made today, and it was to the LGBTQ2 community for the past. And um, I mentioned at one point that it was pretty much like a a witch hunt Mm. in the, what was it, the 50s and 60s, not too long ago. And I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper because I know a lot of people don't really know the history of what actually went on behind the scenes and what he's apologizing for. Mm. So just this is just one aspect of of what was happening. Um, The military, they would perform these tests. And the test they called the fruit machine. So they would hook people up who they thought might be homosexual and hook them up to this machine. And this might be triggering for some, but mm. they um, would put gay porn in front of them. Right. And they would watch their pupils and have them attached to different like heart meters and things like that. And if there was anything slightly irregular, mm. then they would um, fire them from the military or any sort of service place that's attached to the government. So people's jobs were lost because of this machine that they created that honestly, first of all, it's just messed up. Mm. Second of all, it, it didn't make any scientific sense, this machine. Um, but yeah, so that is what he's apologizing for. The, the lives they ruined, um, the families that they affected as well. And uh, I mean, it goes a lot deeper than that, but that is just one simple aspect of, of what happened. And yeah. um yeah, it was pretty messed up. That's so, so messed up. good on Trudeau. That's a, a lot to take on. And I, I think he did a good job. And uh, from what I heard from his speech, it was very emotional. Mm. And he is offering compensation to anyone, any families that were affected or anyone um, personally affected by what happened in the 50s and 60s. And uh, what they have to do is they just go through legislation if it is passed um, or they can apply for some compensation, Yeah, which I think is definitely deserved. For sure. And they wanted to be, they were saying, a, a turning point for Canadians in, in this discussion. So I, I hope that it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, one thing that keeps striking me, I mean, like, unbelievable. The stories that now are coming out, straight discriminatory, as you're saying. Like, yeah. just awful. And it always struck me, and I was listening to you in the news, I was, it was striking me as, like, Canada kind of has this, like, oh, we're cool and we're progressive. And we, you know, we were allowed to get marriage way before the States and we're the best. And it's things like this to really look back at our history and to do a bit of a gut check to say, like, oh, no, we're not almost so good. No. That, you know, these things uh, are important, you know. Um, 
no, no matter what kind of what we're getting away with now type of thing. Yeah, we have a know? very dark history and it's only now that we're really starting to make it a little bit better. Yeah, or, it's an important thing. And it's important too that, you know, $100 million, you're putting the money where the mouth is uh, to uh, apologize to these people and these families that were so affected. Yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit above, uh, a little more of the apology itself? Yeah, I would love to. Here we go. It is with shame and sorrow and deep regret for the things we have done that I stand here today and say we were wrong, we apologize, I am sorry, we are sorry. Hello. Hello. Quentin, you're on our podcast now. Welcome to the podcast. Or this is our end of our podcast and you're calling in and interrupting. I warned you that I needed to do this in half an hour and you said... Warned me! So he wants to do a signal check, which is a thing we do on radio when we find out if it sounds good. So where are you today, Quentin? I'm at the Victoria Victoria Public Public Market. It's fine. Um, it's good. It I'm sounds on. good. I'm, I haven't even I'm behind the scenes stuff. Echo each. Who? Okay, let's end the podcast. Thanks okay. for Quentin, for listening. Yeah, uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Leave us a review. Yeah, we do love you so much. Bye. Okay, Bye, Jenny. Love you. Love you too. Quiet, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs>